the one who keeps my commandments is the one who loves me, and I will come to him and reveal myself to him. He talks about the Holy Spirit that we'll be celebrating in two weeks, Pentecost. When I was uh, young, uh, all my, uh, our family's from Akron, Ohio, and all four of my grandparents back there all worked for a different rubber company, you know, back in Akron, and uh, the, at that time, the rubber capital of the world. So, so uh, when I turned 18, we had moved to California, I and the grandparents raised me, and that, that grandfather worked for the B.F. Goodrich Company. And so when I turned 18, I bought my car. I had a nice job working at the L.A. Public Library System, which I worked at for five years. So I got this car. My dad went out and bought it with me. Uh, the only lemon he ever bought was mine, the Vega, you know, <laughs> lemon yellow. You won't, won't find that at the Elks Club yesterday at the car show, I'll tell you. Not they're all rusted out by now. But anyway, it was a used car. Not so gently used, I guess. But uh, it was a stick shift, and one could go on about it. But basically, it had bald tires on it. So my dad said, oh, that's great. We'll get a discount on this, and I'll go down to the, to the B.F. Goodrich store, which they used to have a lot of these. And I'll get, he gets a nice, fat discount. He says, I'll get you a big discount on this. And I bought these tires myself. They were, I, I remember the cost of this. They were $200 for four which even then was quite a lot of money, but it was, um, they were real big fat ones, TA radials. They were the best tires Goodrich made. They were definitely, were, the tires were better than the car was, you know. <laughs> but I got these tires on this car. There was, my dad said, these are the perfect tires for you. Now this is just by way of, of uh, a sideline. Uh, that was the time when when I first got my driver's license when I turned 16, that very same week, the national speed limit was lowered to 55. Isn't that awful? In L.A. with wheels, you know, and um, 55. So anyway, I turned 18, and the speed limit is 55. My dad said, I got the perfect tires for you. Got a good deal on these things. He said, there's only one little catch with them. They're slightly out of round. You ever had tires that were slightly out of round? Did you buy them deliberately? <laughs> well, they, they sell those to, for, anyway, he got a deal because they weren't quite round. And in, in the lower speeds, you couldn't tell at all. But my dad road tested this thing. You know when it started to shake? Anything above 55. Yeah, perfect, the perfect set of tires for me. I couldn't go over 55 in this car. And uh, maybe that's why it fell apart so quick. You know, so it had shaky tires. And uh, I often, that, well, the car and the tires have been gone for decades, but, but sometimes it reminds me of a conscience that when you're going in the wrong direction, we want something that will start to shake a little bit and let us know there's something not cool about this. You go to a movie, there's a lot of swearing, a lot of things that one, watching other people commit sins, maybe your tires should start to shake on the inside a little bit, this may not be the best thing for me to watch, you know, or uh, we, other people are cheating somehow at work, but I'm not supposed to be like that, and my, or gossiping, you know, we start to lay into somebody, and then the tires start to shake a little bit, 
This is called a conscience. And we've, our conscience is formed by what we, what we know from the scriptures and what we've learned over the years and God's insight. The more we obey him, the clearer life gets. The more, in the sense that God sends his Holy Spirit to guide us and it becomes clearer what our way should be and it should be different than the world. So we have the, to guide us, we have uh, the, the, Jesus speaks through the scriptures. We, we're fortunate enough to come here today and hear the Lord say, this is what your life is all about. It's about loving the people around you. And this sounds easy, and it isn't, is it? We have all these opportunities to love people that are unlovable, our family or school or work or even church sometimes, you know, pastors. <laughs> but to love the unlovable, I mean, God, life is one challenge after the other. In fact, that's what life is. And if we can avoid all those challenges, we haven't really lived. Life is not a cruise down the Danube, you know, that's a great thing to do, but... Life is, uh, life is those challenges. And in the midst of that, we find God waiting for us. And that every week, there's many opportunities in my life for that. And uh, I'm sure you have the same thing. And this last week, I had to go to Mount Angel to bury somebody. And uh, I always say, you know, the closer I get to Mount Angel, the slower the traffic seems to go. There's a slow pokes living there. That's probably why you moved away. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't exactly say why, but, you know, the Towers is up there. Anybody here live at the Towers? Oh, good, I can talk about it. <laughs> but, well, you know, I, it's just, for some reason, it seems like every time I go down Hazel Green Road, something gets me. There when you can't pass, you know. A dreaded farm vehicle, you know, or, or and I'm, that's farm country. I'm, I'm the invader, but still, you know. Uh, or a hay truck, there's that hay place halfway down the road there, they make a left turn, all, that, all those hay things. Anyway, I, was, I crossed Portland Road going to the funeral. There was a person going 40 miles an hour in the 50 zone and then 45 in the 55 zone, weaving, heads down, they're on the phone, they're texting, here's the car, what do you think I did? Well, never mind what I did. <laughs> no, I, I kept my mouth shut. I, one tends to, to get close to them, not to intimidate them, but because you want to go faster. So I just decided I'm going to back off, mainly to avoid an accident with this person. But there they are, you know. And uh, the minute I turned to the left, off they went. So they must have hung up. But uh, that's the kind of thing where if we obey God, he enlightens us. He says, that's really the test of life right there. This person's a danger to others, but he's, they're not going to suck me into that sin, you know. Uh, and life is one encounter after the other, some are more pleasant than others. But the Lord says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. It's very easy to sit there and say, I love you, God, and then go off and treat everybody as if I'm the center of the, of the world. If that's the way I live, and I'm not really following the gospel, because the gospel is all about becoming selfless. And that's how we find meaning in life, is, is what I do for someone else, and that someone else is always God. And so he makes it clear, if I am keeping this as my rule of life, the Holy Spirit is going to begin to more and more speak to me, and I'm going to see more and more of these opportunities, and it will become like gold for us because each one of them builds our character. It makes us more like God as we prepare to move in with him. 
And so he wants us to be like him. He gives us these, these challenges to help us. And, the, Holy, and the, the, the scriptures remind us of this every week. And the, the church uh, and the tradition that we have uh, builds us up. And we have these close encounters. We've got reconciliation when we blow it. So we've got all these great uh, things to keep us going on the right track. And so our Lord gives us our, our good conscience to keep us going. We have within us, um, you know, shaky tires if we get going in the wrong direction. And hopefully, if you don't have them showing up in a place where they should, it means the conscience needs to be developed a little bit more. So we have to watch for that. We ask God to give us the grace as we head toward Pentecost to more and more invite the Holy Spirit within us and to acknowledge the Holy Spirit by a desire to be obedient to God in the present moment where all grace resides.